0: What's up everybody my name is athena and you're here to listen to vanished in the valley so today i'm gonna tell you about cern and why many people believe it is run by satanists psychopaths and mad scientists we're also going to talk about how scientists suspected depression medication did not work for decades and now they know for sure But do you think Big Pharma is going to close the door on that money-making scheme? I doubt it. And lastly, I'm going to tell you about how the zero barrier has officially been crossed in the UK. All-cause mortality rates are now higher among the vaccinated than the unvaccinated, despite most vaccinated people having supposedly the best hybrid immunity. So sit back and get ready for this. So let's start off with a little bit of background on CERN. CERN is a European research organization that operates the largest particle physics laboratory in the world. It was established in 1954 and the organization is based in northwest suburb of Geneva on the Franco-Swiss border and has 23 member states. CERN's main function is to provide particle accelerators and other infrastructure needed for high-energy physics research. As a result, numerous experiments have been conducted at CERN through international collaborations. Now, specifically, what we'll talk about today is the Large Hadron Collider, LHC, which is the world's largest and highest energy particle collider so that's just kind of like a little easy rundown anybody can find that information on wikipedia is just uh so you guys kind of know what i'm talking about so there are a lot of different conspiracies surrounding cern the one i'm gonna focus on today is cern and its members the scientists there are luciferians Satanists, and they're trying to bring demons in from another portal So, we're just going to kind of focus on that and I will start at the beginning of this fuckery. In 2016, a bunch of the scientists that work at CERN made a video where they're all dressed in robes and it's a mock human sacrifice. Now, if you go to Wikipedia, they'll call it a hoax, that it was just a joke, all that fun shit. But it's extremely strange, and they're also doing this quote-unquote mock human sacrifice right in front of a huge statue depicting Shiva, a.k.a. the destroyer, a god in Hindu mysticism, religion, whatever you want to call it. Now, the spokespeople of CERN will tell you that they're all about science and they want to know black and white physics information, but... If you actually, like, look into CERN, they use a lot of symbolism that is very strange and has absolutely nothing to do with science. Like, why have a huge statue of the god Shiva out front? Why not, like, a really cool uh, statue of a proton or an atom, something like that? But that Shiva statue is just the beginning of strange symbolism CERN likes to flaunt if you look at the way their name, CERN, is written, it actually is 666. No fucking shit. And I'm not sure, like, uh, what that's supposed to mean. Are they, like, fucking playing more jokes? Is it another fake thing to get people riled up? Who fucking knows? But like I said, that is just the beginning. So, after this quote-unquote mock human sacrifice got on the internet, The masters at CERN kind of like did an investigation into it and their take on it was a user of the facility had quote-unquote let their humor go too far and warned of the potential for misunderstandings about scientific nature of our research. It's like how do you fucking what misunderstanding you motherfuckers are standing there in robes in front of the destroyer statue Shiva and you're doing a quote-unquote mock human sacrifice What the fuck is there to misunderstand? That looks pretty clear to most people that have their eyes open and have more than three brain cells. Now, in 2019, Sergio Bertolucci, who is the director for research and scientific computing at CERN, said the following, Out of this door might come something, or we might send something into it. And he was just basically talking about how the fucking LHC may possibly create or discover previously unimagined scientific phenomena or unknown unknowns, for instance, an extra dimension. Now, this motherfucker is literally the director for research and scientific computing, and he's saying that they want to try to open up a door to another dimension and either send something there or have something come the fuck out of it. So that... On its own is pretty fucking fishy and alarming. Now let me break down the LHC a little bit further for you so you understand why people are kind of nervous about what's going on. Basically they're shooting streams of particles out that are almost traveling at the speed of light and each stream has as much energy in it as a normal car going at 1,000 miles per hour. Secondly, the beams are arranged in such a fashion that the two streams swerve through one another occasionally, which naturally results in huge numbers of incredibly violent head-on collisions. The collisions are sufficiently violent that they are expected to briefly create conditions similar to those kind of like right after the Big Bang, when the entire universe was still extremely small. It was smaller than a proton for quite some time. Seemingly, still with all the stuff nowadays, makes up all the supra-enormity of space and galaxies and so forth, packed in somehow. So, you kind of, like, would expect some weird shit might go down. Some people have claimed that it's going to doom humanity and destroy the Earth. Another theory suggests that a black hole is going to be created and it will destroy the Earth. And then, alternatively, the other black hole theory seems to think that it's going to create a wormhole to God knows where somewhere in the universe. And the whole wormhole theory kind of correlates to Bertolucci's remarks that the hyperdimensional doors out of which might come from unspecified somethings. So there is just a lot of really crazy shit. And When you start adding the crazy shit up, you get some really scary information going on. Now, a lot of people will tell you, there's no way this could happen, that's just people being crackpots. Well, they didn't have any fucking idea what would happen when they first started colliding particles into each other. But they're like, fuck it, let's try it anyway, we may doom the whole Earth, but let's see what happens. That's that mad scientist shit that needs a leash. Another kind of strange thing that CERN has going on is they produced this commercial called Symmetry. And it's kind of like a dance opera film, but it's full of more crazy symbolism. And it's like, what's with all the symbolism? You guys claim to just be fucking scientists. You don't believe in religion. You don't believe in myths. But all your advertisements are fucking steeped in mythological references, Luciferian symbolism. So it's just more of the same of them basically putting out there what is the real deal than when somebody calls them on it. They just say, oh, no, it's a hoax. No, you're misinterpreting it. Well, you know, they do it enough times. It makes you really think that these crazy conspiracy theorists may be onto something. Another strange thing is in early July of this year, CERN turned up the LHC to max capacity. And no shit, a few days later, a crack opened in Earth's magnetic field, And stayed open for 14 hours. Now this has happened before where there's cracks in Earth's magnetic field, but the difference with this one is the amount of time it stayed open, 14 hours, when the normal time or average time is about one hour. And now we're about to get to the quote-unquote conspiracy that is one of the hardest to just dismiss. So, on June 1st, 2016, there was a ritual for the opening of the new deepest tunnel in the world, the Goddard Tunnel. And it basically was about occult humans summoning Lucifer here on Earth, and then CERN workers opening a portal for he and his demons. So, I mean, no shit. You can look this shit up on the internet, you can watch their little occult ritual opening ceremonies. And like I said, start adding the shit up. How many times can it just be a little dink with all their fucking Luciferian and fucking demon worship shit? So I don't know. You guys make up your own mind, but I will link in the show notes the quote unquote hoax human sacrifice video, as well as the Goddard Tunnel opening ceremony. So you guys can kind of see what I'm talking about. I think there's some fuckery going on at CERN. So now we're going to move away from fucking demon portals and mad scientists for a second. So check this out, guys. I think it was like two days ago, an MMA fighter named Joel Bauman, who fights for Fighting Fury Championship, called out Jimmy Kimmel, the mainstream media and Hollywood. Now, these fights are televised on UFC Fight Pass. So that is where I'm getting this from. Sit back and listen to this shit. I fucking love it. Secondly, Jimmy Kimmel, viral this. I fight to eradicate childhood malnutrition from the planet. And until they release the flight logs, you, the mainstream media, Hollywood, are all pedophiles to me. Eat dick. Am I cancelled yet? Wasn't that fucking brilliant? I really hope he doesn't get blacklisted or fucking cancelled because of it because he speaks the truth. The fucking flight logs, all that shit with those Hollywood motherfuckers. It was never really published. It was leaked a little bit and nobody was ever prosecuted. None of these rich, powerful people were ever prosecuted for fucking children. And the FBI had this information for years prior to Epstein's arrest. And just a side note, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. But yeah, anyway, big up top to Joel Bauman. So now we're going to move on to the zero barrier being crossed in the UK. All-cause mortality rates are now higher among the vaccinated than the unvaccinated. Now, before we get into all these fun-ass numbers, those of you that are thinking, well, if the majority of citizens have been vaccinated, then of course all-cause mortality will be higher in that group. So shut the fuck up. These are rates, not cumulative numbers. Big fucking difference. Now, I'm going to mostly focus on like the younger, healthier age groups because, of course, older people are more vulnerable or they perceive themselves to be more vulnerable and young, healthy people seek out the vaccination less because they feel like they don't need it. So check this out. I'm going to break down some numbers for you guys. Try to stay with me. I'll fucking do it in plain English but it is a lot of numbers, and I'm getting this information from www.ons.gov.uk. So this is an official government site for the UK, and this is official government numbers. Now, if you go to the website, you can download a spreadsheet entitled, quote, deaths occurring between January 1st, 2021, and May 31st, 2022. On table two of that spreadsheet, it's titled Monthly Age Standardized Mortality Rates by Vaccination Status by Age Group for All Cause Deaths, Deaths Involving COVID 19 and Deaths Not Involving COVID 19 per 100,000 person. Now, I'm going to tell you about April of 2022, all cause mortality in the 18 to 39 year old range. Unvaccinated, it was 20.3 per 100,000 people. Vaccinated with two doses was 24.8 per 100,000 people. Vaccinated three doses was 25.4 per 100,000 people. Now, if you look at this chart, the numbers just keep getting worse for the vaccinated. I'm gonna skip up to May, 2022. All cause mortality in the 40 to 49 year old range. Unvaccinated was 64.1 per 100,000 people. Vaccinated with two doses was 106.4 per 100,000 people. And now we're going back to March, 2022, the 50 to 59 year old range. Unvaccinated was 366.9 per 100,000 people. People with two doses, 613.5 per 100,000 people. Now, the numbers just keep going up like that. If you go back a year and follow these numbers, there's an obvious trend in the data, which lends itself to a couple of questions. Why didn't the vaccinated death rates get to this level until 2022? Hmm, maybe boosters. I don't know. Why did their mortality rate increase as they became more vaccinated, gained natural immunity, and faced a much less deadly strain than the year before? So I guess next month they'll have updated data that will include June and July of this year. Another kind of striking pattern in the data can be seen in the older age groups, 60 and up. When you look at all-cause mortality in these groups for 2022, you see significantly higher death rates And especially for those who were boosted within 21 days versus those boosted more than 21 days prior. And these are legit government numbers that the UK government published. This isn't some fucking crackpot news website talking about this. This data, these graphs, they're all available on the UK government website, which I will definitely link in the show notes if you want to be completely horrified. Now, I also found an interesting study on researchgate.net. The title, COVID 19 Vaccinations and All Cause Mortality A Long Term Differential Analysis Among Municipalities. So, basically, what they did is they analyzed the relationship between COVID 19 vaccinations and all cause mortality in Dutch municipalities during the entire pandemic period. They do not use COVID-19 attributed mortality, mortality predictions and excess mortality, thereby bypassing the ambiguities of case identification and mortality modeling. So the demographics such as age, culture, and population density are strong confounders of mortality and vaccine uptake. We account for these by normalizing results to pre-pandemic year 2019. So they just compared now with 2019. So obviously 2019, most people think COVID was not around, but check this out. The researchers state they could not observe a mortality-reducing effect of vaccination in Dutch municipalities after vaccination and booster campaigns. They did find a Four Sigma significant mortality-enhancing effect during the two periods of high unexplained excess mortality. The results add to other recent findings of zero mRNA vaccine effectiveness on all-cause mortality, calling for more research. Yeah, nobody's even talking about it. Well, nobody like the mainstream media or let's see, health authorities, they're just gonna keep ignoring it and blaming all the SADS, sudden adult death syndrome, and all-cause mortality rates jumping through the roof. They're gonna blame it on the weather, winter vagina, whatever the fuck they can, but not the mRNA poisons. Now check this out. Portugal registers highest excess death toll in Europe. And Portugal, it was one of like the highest vaccinated population rates of all of Europe. So basically, Portugal has registered the highest excess death toll in Europe at 23.9% which is almost four times higher than the European average of 6.2. So new data for June shows that Portugal's excess deaths this year have risen for the fifth consecutive month. Now, um, I don't know, you think maybe like they should probably check into that, see what the fuck is going on. No, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, we could like get a fucking neon sign and the smoking gun, and they'd still close their eyes and pretend like this isn't happening. But these numbers don't lie. Now, let me break down those numbers just a little bit further. 344,000 young persons died between April 3rd, 2021, and August 6 2022. COVID is now at 2,066 deaths per week while these uh, unknown factors are killing 7,000 plus per week. And these are from official government stats. So moving on, yesterday was the 30th year anniversary of Ruby Ridge. Now let me just kind of quickly break it down for you. August 21st, 1992, federal agents scouted the Idaho Forest for a place to ambush Randy Weaver, a man they suspected of selling illegally modified weapons. Now, these illegally modified weapons? A fucking fed asked him to modify the shotgun. So that's where this whole charge came from. These feds first encountered Randy's teenage son and his friend in the woods and engaged them in a firefight, killing Samuel Weaver. They also killed Samuel's dog. The following day, while surrounding the family's secluded home, federal snipers wounded Randy Weaver and shot his wife in the head. As she held their infant daughter, the feds kept the property under siege for 10 days until the family surrendered. Later on, Weaver was acquitted of most serious charges and the family was awarded a few million dollars for this fuck up that the ATF and FBI perpetrated on American citizens. Now, if they can do this to Ruby Ridge, if they could do Waco shit to people, don't think they couldn't do it to you. Don't think they couldn't try to set you up with some undercover fed shit. Just remember Ruby Ridge and what happened to the Weaver family. So now we're going to move on to the fake ass fact checkers. This is hilarious. This is a Reuters fact check. I'm going to fucking read it word for word. A study of 301 teens in Thailand found a mild and temporary heart rhythm changes after second dose of the Pfizer-Cobobo-19 vaccine among one in six teenagers, not one third, as social media post's claim. Okay, one in six is still a shit ton of people. They're just like, oh, okay, it's okay, it's one in six, it's not one in three. They just fucking try to find any way they can to discredit people because the normies will see a fact check and just totally buy it word for word. Now, while we're on the subject of the fake ass fact checkers, Facebook fact checkers censors factual claims that the IRS is arming agents to use deadly force. They fact checked it because they're claiming not quote all agents will be armed. So earlier this month, an IRS job posting was uncovered that announced the agency was looking to hire people Basically, who are ready to fucking use deadly force against Americans. The job ad listed one of the, quote, major duties of the IRS agents to be able to carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. No shit. So the IRS decided to delete the job posting after fucking people got pissed and it went viral. But then a 2021 IRS annual report also came to light, which showed heavily armed agents simulating an assault on a suburban home as a part of their training. So apparently Heritage Foundation and Young Americans for Liberty posted about the issue on Facebook and the big tech giant relying on quote fact check carried out by lead stories slapped a warning label on the post that said it constituted partly false information. Fact checks have the effect of basically blacklisting content on Facebook, burying it in the algorithm and preventing large numbers of people from viewing the content. Now, this is exactly like what the fact check said. Fact check, IRS is not trying to arm all its agents. Well, the Heritage Foundation never said the IRS was arming all of its agents. In its article, Lee's story singles out pro-Liberty Youth Organization, Young Americans for Liberty. The youth group posted a screenshot of the original job posting and wrote, The IRS is hiring. The government wants its its IRS agents armed and its citizens disarm. We'll let everyone just marinate on that for a minute. So Lee's story tried to make it look like Young Americans for Liberty said that the IRS is arming all of its employees. Is the IRS trying to arm all of its employees? No, that's not true. It was just a job posting from the IRS Criminal Investigations Unit, which carries firearms and does refer to carrying firearms. So yeah, I mean, it was just basically like I said, it's so they can bury the information in the algorithm and nobody will see it. But it's a little fucking late. It's out. It's fucking all over the internet. People are pissed about it fucking IRS agents swarming a suburban house in their training, fucking being armed and ready and willing to use deadly force over some fucking money. These aren't like violent criminals. This is some money shit and they're ready to go blow your brains out. Fuck all that shit. Now, speaking of bullshit, I got to tell you about a CNN story. They're basically trying to normalize obesity. The title of this article is Losing Weight May Not Be As Important To Health As Commonly Believed, Experts Say. Get the fuck out of here. Being extremely, like, overweight or obese is so bad. It's bad for your heart. You can get diabetes, which is a fucking killer. But yeah, let's say it is not such a big deal. You know, you can be fat. You can be super overweight. It's fucking insane, they're just like saying left is right and right is left and we're all just supposed to buy it without question. Get the fuck out of here. So now it's time for a little reminder. These are things that are not conspiracy theories, sex trafficking, government corruption, media manipulation, food modification. And regardless of your political affiliation, this shit is happening. You are not crazy for believing it. You are fucking crazy if you ignore it and just pretend like none of that shit's going on. Wake the fuck up. So, now you guys, I have got some amazing breaking news. It's a statement by Anthony Fauci. On August 22nd, 2002, he announced that. He will be stepping down from the positions of director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease and chief of the NIAID, Laboratories of Immunoregulation, as well as position of chief medical advisor to President Joe Biden. He says he's leaving these positions in December to pursue the next chapter of his career. Well, holly fucking luya. Now, can somebody take care of this motherfucker that has killed millions of people also he could profit off Moderna vaccines? But yeah, that's some pretty fucking good news, you guys. Fuck Fauci. So now we move on to the part of the show where we talk about conspiracy theories that are officially true. The World Economic Forum states, are we moving towards a brave new world? As scary as chip implants may sound, they form part of a natural evolution that wearables once underwent. Implants will evolve into a commodity. An indispensable wearable device may be implanted under the skin. They want to microchip every man, child, and woman on Earth. And these are their words. I'm not just like making shit up. They have a whole fucking article posted on their website about it. So yeah, yeah, the people that called us crazy for thinking that they wanted to fucking microchip us all eat a bag of dicks so now we're gonna get into the big pharma scam of antidepressants so in july of 2022 professor joanna Moncrief, with psychiatrists at ucl published in the journal molecular psychiatry saying quote after a vast amount of research conducted over several decades There is no convincing evidence that depression is caused by serotonin abnormalities. Now, most of the antidepressant medications are SSRIs, or Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitors, which are specifically to correct low serotonin levels. But this newly published research concludes that adjusting serotonin levels may have no effect on depression levels. The research team compared serotonin levels in blood and brain fluid and found no difference between those diagnosed with depression versus those who are in the healthy control group participants. The report also cites prior research where serotonin levels were lowered in some patients, but not others, and there was absolutely no link to depression. Additional studies were cited where the genes of tens of thousands of patients were examined for the serotonin transporter. And there was no difference discovered between those with or without depression. Now, the authors suggest antidepressants may produce short term increased serotonin levels and changes in the brain. But in fact, long term usage actually lowers serotonin levels in the blood, meaning even if serotonin was responsible for depression, long term SSRI use wouldn't help. And you guys, they've known this for fucking decades. The researchers now conclude that adverse life events and low mood as a result of them may be more at play than once thought. Depression may not be as easy to cure as simply adjusting the levels of a specific brain chemical. Okay, we're human. We're not fucking meant to be happy all of the time. We're not meant to be fucking just, you know, bouncing off the walls and everything's fucking golden. That's just not the way it works. And people want a quick fix with a fucking pill. And I'm telling you, researchers and doctors have known that long-term SSRI use, it doesn't do anything. It's not helping depression. It's not curing shit. So now we have the studies to prove it. So guys, that is about it for this episode, but before I go, I gotta say what's up to the top three downloading states. Now check this out, Illinois totally beat California, which is in second place, and Ohio is rounding up the third spot. But let's go to the international peeps. We've got the usual suspects, Canada, the UK, the Netherlands, and Australia. What's up, you guys? Thank you so much for downloading and listening. If you want to contact me about an episode idea or something I should dig into, hit me up at vanishedinthevalley@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Or if you want to see any of the documents I talk about, send me a line, and I will happily get the information over to you. Now, a little bit later on in this week, I will be releasing a little mini bonus episode about Heather Cameron, So just watch for that. It's just going to kind of be a cliff note summarization of the whole case, because if you actually want like the fine fucking details, I have about four or five episodes that covers the entire quote unquote disappearance of Heather Cameron. But you guys, as I always tell you, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Cha-cha.